0: Welcome, Welcome, guys, gals, and,
1: and non-binary, non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to... I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Carrie is the fucking
0: worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast.
1: Hosted by...
0: Joe Daniel Montelongo.
1: And Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Um, what am I listening to? Sick. All right. Hello.
0: Oh, my gosh. You guys are in for a fucking treat today. Let me tell you. But I'm not going to. Paige, you tell them.
1: Um, so here's the thing. <laughs> Everything is going to be sunshine and roses and happiness because the girls are still in L.A.
0: God, I look at it and I'm like, what What are they complaining about um, at any given yeah, time? I'm terrible. all for it. If yeah. someone were to offer me plastic surgery as a gift, I'd be like, ah, okay, <laughs> I'm here for it. Titty soup, I'm here for it.
1: Tid soup. Oh, we'll get to that. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> it was just,
0: I'm sorry, like in that moment it came up and everything that they were mad about, I was like, no. Nope. I no, nope. I love everything. Yep. That's
1: happening. It's all good. Um so before we start though, <laughs> we have to make a uh, correction.
0: A correction.
1: Because we a couple of episodes ago were all excited for Grace's anniversary. <laughs> It was not Grace's anniversary. It was her <laughs> husband's birthday. So, whoops. Sorry, Grace. Fuck you, Grace. <laughs> Grace doesn't listen, but we're printing up a retraction anyway. Yes. Um, so, there you that go. Is so
0: nice of you. I, know. I just keep my mistakes hidden in the closet and just keep moving forward.
1: See, and I used to do that, but I feel that it's more um, benevolent of me <sighs> to admit when I am wrong about something and I mean, I'm not asking for forgiveness. Like, she doesn't care. I don't care. But, like, if I'm wrong, it's so rare. I might as well admit it, you know? That sounds
0: very <laughs> benevolent of you. I know,
1: right? <laughs> so, how is your relationship?
0: Fantastic. Chell and I went to dinner. We, I, me, can't knock my masha. And I was like, oh, I have these questions for you. And they're like deep questions about relationships, not specifically ours. But it got into our relationship, and for a while, there was, like, some heavy emotions on both sides. Aww. And then it worked itself out in the end, and it made us stronger and better, and that's what I can tell you to enjoy about being with Challen is the fact that even when I think things are going sour, he's like, no, they're not sour. I'm sour, mm-hmm. but we're talking about this. We're bringing it out in the open, and, and that allows us to fix it. Cute. Like, You fucking bitch
1: He's so beautiful He's the greatest In the whole world I love it I wanted
0: to order An entree as an appetizer And he was having A fucking fit about it And I don't know why Hmm It was scallops
1: Yeah that's an appetizer Like no matter what And it came with like A whole
0: thing And he was like You're gonna get that As an appetizer I was like yeah I want the scallops
1: Yeah
0: And then I want a steak And he was like Why don't you just Get the steak Or the scallops Why do you need both I was like because I want the scallops oh my as God. an appetizer. <laughs> so I think that's what Gallops started everything. Scallops are like always
1: an appetizer. Yeah, no matter what they come with. Like, even if they, they came with like
0: asparagus and uh, risotto cakes. No, and that's I was like that's an appetizer. And then Stop once we, it. once I ordered because once I ordered them, I was like, you're not getting any, you bitch, <laughs> you're having a fit about me ordering them. They get there, of course, I would have had one. And then, once I'm done with the whole thing, I'm like, oh, I'm glad I didn't just order this because I'm fucking starving. (laughs) And then I had, like, a 29-ounce steak. Yes. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, maybe, like, I won't finish this and I'll take it to go. No, I finished the whole fucking thing. (laughs) And then I looked at Chell and I was like, oh.
1: Look what happened. Oh. (laughs) I'm so proud of you for finishing the whole thing. Good for you.
0: I should have said it in reverse order, so I ended up on the positive thing instead of me being an asshole. Nah, it's fine. But then the next day, which was Cinco de Mayo, he corrected me on my Spanish which wasn't correct. I, I was correct and he was wrong.
1: He corrected you
0: on your Spanish. Thank you. <laughs> he says that he didn't hear me properly. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we were going to go get tacos to go celebrate Secret of Mayo. Yeah. And he was like, I'll follow you to the restaurant. And I was like, cool. And then he did not follow me. He took his own route and took <laughs> an extra 15 minutes to get there. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? He's like, I thought I could make it by myself.
1: <laughs> I was like,
0: why don't you ever just trust me? <laughs>
1: You guys are so hilariously adorable and functional yet dysfunctional all at the same time. It's It's the perfect
0: amount of levels that we're both humbled about it. And not one of us can be like, well, I'm the one that's always right and you're the one that's always wrong.
1: Yeah, it's fair. And
0: that's what allows the conversations to happen.
1: Hmm. And it
0: is incredible.
1: Hmm. Well, I am officially ending my relationship with my apartment. We are currently surrounded by boxes. (laughs) And we this- don't mean the jeans. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: I was filming something and we had to come up with a laugh. And I just went through like 17 different types of laughter. And they were
1: like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, and I was like, I don't know how to laugh proper. I don't know Back how. to laugh. sorry. That was it's being okay. rude. Um, so, <laughs> we, so this will be the very last podcast in this space. So this is really monumental. It's going to be really sad to like leave this space but you know what possibly on to bigger and better things hopefully the new space is less echoey I'm looking forward to that hopefully we'll see I have like a whole idea set up of like how we set up the podcast when we're there it's gonna be great um in the meantime though moving is going to take a little while so this will be the last um episode for a couple of weeks for us so enjoy the fuck out of this Ladies and <laughs> Because this is season three, episode 15. No, episode 14. My bad. Um, Sex and Another City. Still out west, Miranda tries to reconnect with her neurotic roots. Carrie and Samantha try to live the quintessential LA lifestyle and hit the Playboy Mansion for a pool party. <sighs> so great. So, um, let's start with uh, Miranda because I think it was actually funny, but there wasn't really a lot going on with her. Yes. So she meets up with an old New York friend who was writing for Letterman now, and now is doing something else, and I don't even know what it yeah, is. he's writing a friend's knockoff. Okay. Um, so he, she meets up with him, and he looks like a normal, everyday LA guy, and she's, like, what are you, what, we're supposed to be sitting around, like, complaining about, like, LA people and how crazy they are, and he's gone, LA and except for offering to like go on a hike together I was all about it yes I was all about it up until the point where he was like let's go on a hike bitch I didn't bring the shoes for a hike every now and
0: then I'm in the mood for a hike but you cannot just drop a hike on me especially when I'm like
1: oh I'm expecting one
0: thing we're here and I'm talking shit Oh, you've changed. Interesting. Do you want to go on a hike? No, I don't want to fucking go on a hike. I don't know who you are. You're a damn stranger. You
1: are completely crazy now. I have to
0: figure out who you are again, and then maybe we can get comfortable. I'm not gonna go on a hike. Yeah. I'm not gonna go into nature with someone I don't fucking know. What the
1: fuck? Well, and I just—it was just weird in general. Where it's like, what? It, she just came from the pool. She's not gonna go on a hike in the Hollywood Hills with you in flip flops. That's not a thing that happens.
0: I went but on a hike in Laurel Canyon. That shit fucking sucked.
1: Did it suck. Like,
0: yeah, I was an asshole about it. Because huh. uh, me and Challen had gone to the Griffith Observatory, cute and the way their parking is set up, it's like a luck of the draw. Mm. And so you're going up the hill, and every other car they'll let up into the parking spot in front of Griffith Observatory. Uh-huh. And if not, you have to park at the bottom of the hill and then hike your way up. Did not know this. None of none of us get prepared for it. I was a salty bitch, but it was nobody's fault. That's my ass was cute, in boots, a nice button down, on a hot ass Los Angeles day, mm. hiking up this damn mountain when I am peak, not taking care of myself, eating like garbage, and we were on vacation, so I was eating more like garbage. Sure. Tired, and chunky. <laughs> not that chunky has anything to do with being fit, but I was chunky and I was not used to neither of my ankles, and we we're walking up this
1: fucking De- hill define that word for me chonky chonky what is that it's like chunky but fatter what it's a chonky okay like a nice chonky
0: it- necklace and a nice chonky heel <laughs>
1: okay got it <laughs> yeah it I would I would not have been terrible. all I wouldn't have been about that at all I only go out in nature in LA when it comes to the parking lot yeah <laughs> I'm like I'll fuck up the Getty but <laughs> no nothing else so, yeah. So, she's... Uh, I like how Miranda is like, maybe I'm being neurotic and weird and, like, maybe this is dumb of me. Maybe I should just be more chill. And she really embraces it for a while. And I, I'm i a little proud of her for doing it. Yes. I'm like, you did it. You tried. Good job. Oh, the other girls tried. You tried. You
0: tried. And she kind of had a little bit of success because she, she was able to be there for one of her friends. Mm-hmm. And it was nice. Yeah. I... Which is so weird, because I'm trying to think of what New York would be if everyone wasn't as neurotic and aggressive, and I can't, I can't, I can't picture it.
1: That's all that it is. It's just neurotic and aggressive. It's fun.
0: What do they do when they're not neurotic and aggressive?
1: I don't know. Maybe they have jobs. (laughs) I don't know.
0: None of these girls have jobs. (laughs) No.
1: Well, not real jobs that they can take off for a week. They're there for an entire week. Like, Carrie complains that she's been trying to get into this restaurant for a week, and I'm like... But you only been there for a week. Are you telling me that you like landed at LAX? It's too late. Yeah and was like doo, 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 doo. Hello can I um, get a reservation for tomorrow night for the hottest? Restaurant in LA? What do you mean you can't? Don't you know who I am? I'm Carrie Bradshaw. I'm
0: a writer I'm in a New writer. York. Which is the most annoying thing I've heard this entire thing. She's like, Well,
1: oh, I'm a writer in, in New York. She's I have entitled a as hell. It's like in nobody this
0: cares. Nobody. And then can you imagine her now where everyone has their own blog, everyone's a freelancer, everyone contributes to all these online things?
1: As a writer, I hate that. <laughs> I do. Because everybody can be a writer now. Anybody who has a good idea can have a book deal. And it doesn't, like, mean anything anymore. And I feel that, like, so hard and I hate it. But I feel worse for the people who are professional photographers. Because Instagram has ruined their career. Yeah. And it sucks. And
0: anyone who, brought, who like, buys a Nikon is like, oh, I'm a professional photographer now. You can check out my Insta for some of the pics that I did.
1: Right. And you don't even need a Nikon. All you need is your phone. Basically. And a fuck ton of filters, and you're a professional photographer. Look at my Instagram. I'm a professional photographer.
0: Oh, don't look at my Instagram. I am a shit poster when it comes to photos.
1: And that's what my Instagram is. See, I love my Instagram. I, like, cultivate my Instagram. Like, what have I done in a while? Let's do this. Let's do that. Like, I pretend like I'm an influencer. <laughs> You're so cute. And I, like, I look on my, my Instagram every once in a while and I'm like, well, people are judging me on the last 12 photos. So what does that look like?
0: That's always my thing. I'm like, okay, last time I posted a nice photo. Now I have to post a weird photo. <laughs> okay, cool. These are my photos from vacation, but I can only post three. And I will never, ever put multiple photos in one post. It's tacky.
1: I, it depends on what it is for me. If it's like a actual like transition Mm -hmm. where it's like, look, it's me reaching for something on the shelf. Look, it's me tumbling off that something that connects it. Yes. Then that's fine. But if it's just like three random ass photos, I'm like, calm down.
0: Yeah. I'm like each one, if they're good enough, each one of them deserves their own post. Right. If it's not an actual series truth then that's fine i'm like
1: no give each of them individual love yeah yeah they deserve their own their own post and if they don't then what are they doing in this one i'm saying anyway also i still feel like instagram stories are garbage i still get on instagram stories and i watch about like an atrocious amount of them like 10 or something before i realize that i'm not fucking interested in anyone's instagram stories and then i Exit out it's every single time though. I always do it because I'll watch like I'll watch yours, mm-hmm. I'll watch Jess's, maybe a couple of other people I'll, like be interested in seeing. But then it just keeps going. Yes, it never stops.
0: And they yeah. don't get on Snapchat. You would like, oh, these are the people whose stories I want to see. Right. Ignore everything else. Yep. And then just go go go. And then it's done. You're like, oh cool, I accomplished something, and I don't have to keep seeing mm-hmm. everything up there.
1: Yeah, I literally started watching some Instagram stories. Like, as I was getting ready to take a shower, forgot that I was watching the Instagram stories because they're boring,
0: mm-hmm.
1: took a shower, came back out. It was still rolling. It was still going.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: It was still fucking going. That's ridiculous. It's stupid. Like, don't post on your Instagram stories unless it's something relevant and interesting. That's what I hate about social media for the most part, mm-hmm. is that nobody thinks about that anymore. They just shit post.
0: See and I love ship hosting, but I needed to be in a community that understands it. Like Twitter, I will throw garbage on Twitter and it is incredible.
1: See in Twitter that's what that's there for. Yes, absolutely. Like, and there's so there's a not, time and place. So I like I get that and that's totally understandable. Yes. But like why are you Instagram storying your your dog sniffing your shoes? I don't care. Hate it. Anyways, we're getting off topic.
0: When are we ever gonna get on Facebook stories?
1: Nobody. No one's ever going to get on Facebook stories. My friend Paul
0: Ward is on Facebook stories. I've never seen one, but every time it tells me to do it, it's like, your friend Paul posted something. I'm like, I'm not going to watch it. I
1: don't care. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like, I love him. I will support him in anything except to view his fucking story. The
1: biggest problem with Facebook stories, too, is that every time you go to post something, it's like, hey, do you want to post this to your Facebook stories as well? No, because I have a specific audience that's seeing this. And if I post it on Facebook stories, then the entire group of people sees this and people I don't want to see it are going to see it. So no, thank you, Facebook. Stop it.
0: Also, I don't like that that's the default that it asks you, oh, are you do you want this on your timeline? Do you want it on your story? Do you want it on both? Hmm. No, I will let you know. Yeah,
1: I'll tell you when I
0: want on the story. Yeah. Otherwise, this is just another step of a dying website. (laughs) So don't dig the hole even further for yourselves and faster. Yeah,
1: don't do stop. Ugh, terrible. Um, so, Charlotte joins them. <laughs> That's nice. I'm just not even... I'm not transitioning anymore. We're just getting into it. Yeah, fuck okay. um, it. So, Charlotte's upset because she initiates uh, sexual contact with Trey, who just flat out turns her down. And this is just going back to the last episode, where I'm like, really? You can't make out with your wife? You can't feel up your wife's boobs? No, he doesn't you like that. You can't her. go down on your wife? Like... Just because your dick no, doesn't work. No, because he's a king. Don't even get me started on that story. <laughs> that fucker can... No. We're not getting into it. We're not getting into it. We're not getting into it. So she joins them um, in L.A. because she's not getting any at home. And they, the girls are so mean. They totally... So Carrie gets a bikini wax that turns into a Brazilian that she didn't realize was going to happen, which I'm like, that's a bonus, but whatever. Um, And... So, like, all the girls are like, oh, you're so sad about your marriage. You know what you should do? You should go to this bikini waxer. And literally no one says anything. They're a bunch of bitches. They're hilarious. Like, that's funny. That's where that
0: friendship shows up.
1: (laughs) That's, like, hilarious and funny. But if anyone ever did that to me, I would not be friends with any of them Oh, absolutely not. But these girls are
0: friends IRL. They're friends because they all crave drama and they each (laughs) provide it for each other. They do. And they all give each other shitty advice. So that their drama continues, and they're like, uh, if I had real friends, I wouldn't be in this situation. I'd be succeeding in life and prospering. Sure. And I don't need that. I need someone who's gonna help me be <laughs> dramatic.
1: Somebody who's helping. Me be
0: they're twenty one years old oh. in college. That's what you do.
1: <laughs> that's true. Oh god, that's terrible. Um, so that's and literally, so they go to the Playboy Mansion, and Charlotte is talking up some dude who she thinks is really cute. Um, I don't know where she thinks it's gonna go because she's married. And then he was like, let me buy you some tits. And I was like, what? Okay. Buy me some tits? Like, that is... that is, Like, she's super offended and, like, upset and she leaves. And I was kind of thinking, like is so sweet of you sir like i am not i am not going to accept that <laughs> offer but thank you so much that's so sweet that you were gonna spend what is it like three thousand right? dollars on me i can't even get someone to buy me a drink they're yeah.
0: gonna spend all this money on plastic surgery right? i found out to get all my teeth replaced by my family dentist so it would only be five thousand dollars
1: only that seems like a lot
0: no because usually like when you don't have a hookup to remove each one of your teeth, it is $1,200. Like, you
1: want to remove? I'm going to remove all of them
0: and replace them all, which is like really nice veneers.
1: Why? Because
0: I want to have pretty teeth. I'm you shallow just, and superficial.
1: I get that. If you but tell like, me to get
0: braces, I'm going to punch somebody.
1: Okay. Because everyone's
0: like, you can get braces. I'm like, that's not going to change anything. They're still going to be the off-color that they are. They're still going to be jagged throwing up gang signs, just no, in like, order.
1: They, they no, but pile like, them down. They what? They file them down. Like, when they do, like, legit braces, mm-hmm. they do the braces so that they all get aligned. Once they get aligned, they file them all down to, like, evenness. And you can always whiten them.
0: What about my canines? My canines are, like, really, really sharp and long compared to the rest of my teeth. Are they going to bring those down?
1: I. They can. Or they can just replace those ones. Like, why replace the whole set when the whole set isn't Here's broken. the thing.
0: I have to get braces. I have to struggle with braces forever until my teeth are aligned and then my teeth hurt my mouth hurts. And then I have to get them filed and filed down. And then I have to go through several procedures to get them whitened. Or Or <laughs> I can replace them all and in a month I have another insecurity that I can focus on.
1: Okay. You do you. I mean, it's your body. You do it. I just, <laughs> it just seems like a lot of work.
0: I had a game night, and one of our introductory things for people who didn't know each other, we were like, oh, my name's so-and-so. And what, the two questions that we had were, who's your embarrassing crush? And if you had plastic surgery, what would you get? <laughs> or if you had the money to get plastic surgery, what would you get? And everyone's like, oh, I get boobs. Or, mm-hmm. like, I get nose job. And I was like, where are we starting? Head or head or, head or, head or feet? Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm going to get this replaced. I'm going to get this undone. I'm going to get this done. And I, I was I was there for
1: it. Is teeth the one thing that, like, if you had to pick one and that's the only one you could have, would that be it?
0: Ooh. No. I'm comfortable with my teeth, but that one's just, like, the easiest one to do. That's fair. Reproduction, I think, would be it.
1: I would get thigh gap so that I could not have to, like, wear shorts underneath all of my skirts. Because even when I am my super goal weight of, like, 110 pounds, my thighs still touch that's just because it's just hip placement yeah. stuff so i could either have a baby which is not going to happen or i could get surgery get a if you, I a baby get, if you know. want a baby i don't is the thing i don't want to go through pregnancy and i don't want to go through the delivery and i don't want the 18 years that comes after that either
0: i feel all <laughs> of those
1: things <laughs> Not just for the thigh gap, because it's just going to cause other problems that I'm going to be upset about.
0: See, and that is the equivalent when people say, get braces, get the file down, get whitened. And you're like, no.
1: There you go. I like, just that's get
0: fair. the thigh gap and not have to deal with all of that.
1: Totally fair. Like,
0: if I have a veneer, I don't have to have a
1: retainer. Fair. Get get your shit. Thanks. Um, so yeah, that's it for Charlotte. Um no problems are solved no no she just goes back being thankful that uh trey won't offer to buy her tits which is stupid but uh, whatever if my
0: partners don't offer a do plastic surgery when i get married
1: i it would be <laughs> so it would be so amazing though to like live in la and be with somebody who was that giving i mean on one hand like i get where she's coming from where she's upset because she's like nothing's wrong with my boobs like yeah you're right nothing's wrong with your boobs but the fact that he's so generous is so sweet. Is that terrible? That I'm just like, that is That's so, so nice of you. Thank you so much. I don't know. Can I just get a lift? <laughs> like, you know, like, like, how far does this um go exactly? Like, can I get a lift? Could I get maybe, like, a thigh gap? Thank you. <laughs> um,
0: two things. Remy Ma has, no, Rod rodiga Rod has a verse in a Busta Rhymes song where she says, um... If money ain't a thing, I'm saying let a bitch know. I'm the type to empty your accounts, how far are you willing to go?
1: Yeah. And I
0: feel that in my soul. I
1: love so that. So that
0: tracks. And there was um, something I was listening to very, very recently, like within the past two days, and it's about boob jobs and how you can get um, breast implants through your belly button and through your armpit so yes. you don't leave scars. I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, did not know that. Yeah. That is incredible. Yep. Fantastic. And I. I want to be there when I see that done.
1: That's fair. Yeah. There's a lot of interesting ways that you can do boob jobs. It's really, it's kind of crazy. I'm just glad that I have, like, literally, if I, if somebody was like, what would you do with your boobs? Mm -hmm. I just lift them. They're fine. Like, they're a good size. I'm okay with them. Mm -hmm. They're all right. Like, they're not doing anything wrong. (laughs) Like, it's literally all I would do is be like, hey, gravity, fuck you. Bitch. All I need. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it was it, I was in a weird place where I was so anti plastic surgery. I was like, no, just take care of yourself, mm-hmm. do all these things and make sure that you're fine and then love yourself and blah blah blah. And then out of nowhere one day I just woke up and I was like, There's nothing wrong with plastic surgery. If you want to fix things about it, you, go for it.
1: No, and do
0: it. for because like my sister would like she was getting lip injections because she's like, All I've ever wanted is just to have lips and to no. don't have lips. And I was like, No, you don't need them, you're so pretty without them. She's like, Yeah, I know, I still want, want them.
1: them. Mm-hmm.
0: And then that Hit in my world, and I was like, "Oh,
1: that's bad." Okay,
0: cool. Yeah, yeah. And then with me, like, it's things that I cannot fix in certain ways. Like, I have a belly. If I just take care of myself a little bit better, I wouldn't have a belly. Right. I have a little bit of like neck fat, hmm. and if I if I lost the weight, my neck would probably even out a little bit. That's not what I'm worried about. It's my ribs that literally cannot go anywhere unless they get them like. molded Molded. yeah yeah my nose which is never going to change it's not fat it just has weird lumps in it and my teeth
1: hmm it's the other thing that would be like my number two is getting a chin implant not a big one Mm -hmm. um but i read somewhere that your chin is supposed to be if you put your finger to your bottom lip it should also touch the tip of your chin Mine does not.
0: I don't know how to do that because then my, I immediately would just drop my finger back.
1: Right. And make yeah, a it's touch. just even. Like, if you just touch it right to your lip and stop, then you should also be touching your chin. <laughs> I don't know. We're getting chin implants. We're I'm getting chin implants. Yeah, mine's just, it's just, it's so tiny, mm-hmm. but it's enough that I, it feels like sort of weird. And so I don't like it. And that's that's going to be a
0: question thing. for the week. What plastic surgery would you get?
1: If we remember to ask. <laughs> I'm going to write down right now so I don't forget. Um, So that's, yeah. So um, Samantha literally just goes shopping for fake Fendi bags and drinks with Hugh Hefner and gets invited to the Playboy Mansion. Which, She's, honestly, she
0: is living.
1: She's living her best life.
0: The best life in L.A. She's <laughs> she meant for L.A. <laughs>
1: She's so meant for L.A. That's why I really love it that in the end she does end up moving to L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, is that she's the she's the one who's most willing to be like, yeah, totally. I don't see a problem with this. Whereas even like Carrie, when they go shopping for the fake bags, and she's just like, I would just, I would know that it was fake. And like as she's saying this, um, like Samantha's right next to her, looking like, yeah, cool. Let's buy it. Let's buy some bags. Yeah, well, it's that's cheap. The whole Who cares?
0: Theme of the episode is is it really what's on the outside that counts? Because right. the New York girls think that LA people are fake, which yeah which they are to a certain degree they are yes but even when samantha's talking about her fake ass bag, she's like it doesn't matter who it's from it yeah. matters how it looks like and it's pretty it looks nice you all love it yeah and it's fake and i got it instead of two thousand dollars i bought it for 150
1: yeah that's
0: awesome that's incredible yeah now i'm very much on the ship i'm like yeah 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 i don't Do care it. if it's authentic and real i care how about how it makes me feel
1: yeah like,
0: so. so
1: who cares? I am one of those people where I'm like, I don't care um, about name brands, things like that. Mm-hmm. I want it to be a good quality. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. I want it to be a good quality item. I hate shirts that you have to buy shirts for. Yes. Oh my God, my stupid <laughs> neighbor. I okay, swear we're to God. you're almost done. Yeah, this is it. This is the last time you'll hear the scraping of the Furniture in what an if episode. Your future
0: roommate just loves to scrape around the house while we record.
1: We have carpet. It's okay. It's good. We're gonna have scraping against walls. No, that's not gonna happen. Stop it! <laughs> oh my god! Stop! No, it's not gonna happen. You're gonna get asbestos under your fingernails. Oh, ah! scratch that. <laughs> so you don't have fingernails. <laughs>
0: Good. i <laughs> to get all my fingernails removed. That's another plastic surgery. <laughs> I love it.
1: And I know we've talked about this before, so let's go on to Carrie. But um, Carrie, we open it up with her getting a bikini wax that turns into a Brazilian, like I said before.
0: Uh, which, uh, didn't you also make the joke like she ripped the hair out of her asshole?
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, as soon as she was just like, oh, I was just like, oh, she ripped the hair out of her asshole. That's great. That's awesome. I would love, like, this is what I don't understand about them is they have this whole conversation. And it's super great because Samantha, at least her character arc, actually works. um, Where she says, yeah, everybody's doing it out here. Like, it's great. And and Miranda is like, yeah, because LA men don't ever want to search for anything. And they have this conversation, kind of again in the movie, where they go on the honeymoon with Carrie, mm-hmm. and they, and like, they didn't know that they were going to go, and so Miranda has got some like bush happening, and Samantha is like, "What is wrong with you? Like, I could be on death row and not have that situation," <laughs> <laughs> which is the greatest line, um, but it's like I just you order it you like this is the thing that i don't understand like it's on the menu you order it you order bikini wax you order it exactly how you want it they don't surprise you with a brazilian
0: they can't surprise you right and then against like the agreement that you do when you sign up and everything
1: yeah i mean i can see where maybe a miscommunication could have happened yes and this person has an accent listen helga um, Carrie is in room three and she wants a Brazilian and, you know, so-and-so is in room four and she just wants a bikini wax. Like, I can see it getting switched. That's
0: literally the mix-up in Jane the Virgin, except with, like, a pregnancy.
1: Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But what was she in there for? Just a gyno checkup. And instead they inserted a... They
0: impregnated her.
1: Wow. I did not know that that was the premise of that show.
0: That's why she's Jane the Virgin with a baby.
1: That's bananas. It I'm... is
0: hilarious it is <laughs> tragic it is amazing
1: that's pretty funny that's it is one awful. of the it is
0: probably the best cw show where everything else is like heavy-handed or like we have to go into the drama right now what's happening jane the virgin is like we're making fun of soap operas while being a soap opera so we can do over the top we can have people coming back from okay. the dead we can have evil long lost brothers and stuff this sounds so but drop dead diva i love
1: and it,
0: it it's hilarious <laughs> and because it knows where it takes place it's funnier, and the more dramatic it is, the funnier it is, mm. which allows them to go into more drama. And it's incredible.
1: Oh, it's fair. Maybe I'll give it a shot. We'll it's see. the
0: best one on it because it understands what it is and doesn't try to be any better mm. or any less. Fair. Cool. Boom. I'll Done. try it
1: out. Um, back to Carrie. Back Carrie, to the show. So, um, they go to... She gets, like, tickets to a film premiere and then, uh, she's like, I'm, we're just going for the after party. No one goes to the movie. And I'm like... You're a fucking dick. People worked hard on that movie, and you're just going to skip it to go to the party? That's New New Yorkers for you. (laughs) That's bullshit. Fucking these assholes. I was so mad at that. I was like, you're a dick. And
0: then when she gets into the fight with the girl who won't let her in, she's like, okay, honey, nobody goes to the movie. We're just here for the party. And the woman who you said, Jan Jan Brady. Jan Brady from the Brady Bunch (laughs) Bunch movies. (laughs) Like, everyone goes to the movie. Yeah. Because LA is a movie place. So... Everyone's going to go support each other. Yeah,
1: because it's art. Like, you support other people's art. And maybe this is why I'm, like, if I had to pick LA, Mm -hmm. New York, it would be LA. Because I'm like, no. Because those people, even if they're trying to be fake and, like, do a hookup, are still going to come to my party. Yeah. And come to my movie. Whereas New York people are going to be like, yeah, I didn't go. I'm here for the free booze. Fuck you.
0: Fuck you. I need fake friends, not real people. Yeah,
1: I need fake friends. I
0: need fake friends who are going to go support me.
1: Yeah. As long as they're supporting me. That's fine. Here's the
0: thing. If you're making a movie, I don't give a fuck if you liked it or not. I don't care if you're a fake friend or a real friend. If you come, there's money being made, and therefore I'm winning, and I can have another movie.
1: Fair. So So there you go. So, yeah. So she meets uh, Vince Vaughn, who is not actually Vince Vaughn. He's playing somebody else. Um, (laughs) At the film premiere, he gets them in to the after party, gets them into the VIP room, gets them into all sorts of stuff. And asks her out on a date to that aforementioned restaurant that she couldn't get into for a week. Um, and then, like, takes her to a $3.4 million house that's being sold, which is gorgeous. Oh, I love architecture. It is so pretty. Um, and, like, basically, they, like, hook up. So this is the best part, I think, in, like, yes. the entire show, this entire episode. Is where they are having sex, or just finished having sex, in a room where the bed is in the middle of the room. And I love how you said that that's, like, your aesthetic. It's yes. just, like, bed in the, in the middle, middle of, the room. of the room.
0: The headboard is a small wall that, like, kind of disassociates it from the rest of the room. And there are beautiful patio doors right behind it. Double doors. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. It's
1: beautiful. And then, who walks in?
0: George Lucas.
1: Close. <laughs> Carrie Fisher walks in and is like... Fine, what the fuck are you doing?
0: I told you you can't fuck when you're house sitting.
1: Yeah, I told you you're not allowed to bring girls over here when you're house. Prostitutes. Prostitutes. Prostitutes.
0: She's very oh. much against prostitutes. And Carrie's like, I'm not a prostitute. She's like, I don't care. She's
1: like, I don't Get care. Out of Get house. out of my house. Get out of my house. Here's your thong, you Brazilian hussy. Get out. Brazilian hussy. <laughs> and it's so great because she's like, if somebody's smoking in here, and I'm like, I love you, Carrie Fisher. I love. <laughs> I love you so much. But you know you didn't care if somebody was smoking in your house. Like, that's the most off-brand thing to say. But if
0: it's the L.A. thing, then But it fits the
1: smoking. L.A., yeah. But it was still it was
0: fucking. Was and that's smoking. when we find out that Vince Vaughn character is not this giant agent. Nope. He's been lying this entire time. Nope.
1: He's, like, an assistant.
0: A personal, a personal assistant? assistant. Yeah. He needs you to get that correct. Yes. He's a personal, personal
1: assistant. personal assistant to Carrie Fisher and Ben Affleck and... Matt Damon. Matt Damon. It's like, uh. Which, why do they all share? I don't think they did. Own. I think he
0: was just throwing out names.
1: Oh. And then like, she was
0: like, well, he's my personal assistant, but if you need this, I can.
1: Oh, she like loans him out like a whore.
0: Yeah, because he's it. obviously not useful. She's like, well, I don't. Need-
1: I don't need him for that much stuff, then yeah. So if somebody needs to walk your dog. <laughs> I love it. was so, well, it was very LA. And so at the end of the episode, Carrie gets back to New York and she was just like, it's just mine and it's authentic and meh. I just, like, stop bagging on L.A. so hard.
0: Yeah, no wonder you guys are fucking miserable, because you guys don't let yourself be happy.
1: Yeah. Go back like, to
0: New York.
1: Yeah, go back don't to New York. Don't take L.A. with your fucking... Miserable.
0: Neurosis.
1: I thought for sure she was going to, like, walk in the door and then remember that she was single. <laughs> and just be like, oh my god. I'm so terrible. <laughs> I'm a really I terrible can't get
0: over Carrie Fisher. I have loved Carrie Fisher. I love Carrie and everything that she's in. I don't care for the Star Wars franchise, but she's my favorite character in it. Yes. And then every time she's popped up in little things, I'm like, "Fucking Carrie Fisher,
1: so fucking." She's just great. lovely, and she's gorgeous in this episode. Gorgeous, so beautiful. And then she
0: did a cameo in Scream Three. Yes. And she played a person who looks like Carrie Fisher, who works for a um, production company, and then two girls run into her. They're like aren't you? She's like, no, I'm not. I get it all the fucking time. Yeah, Yeah. I auditioned for the role of Princess Leia. You know who got it? The fucking whore that slept with George Lucas talking (laughs) about herself and it is fucking hilarious.
1: I love her. And
0: she was also in Sorority Row, the remake. Hmm. She plays the house mom in this like horror mystery thriller and then the killer comes into the house and she's like, girls go, go I got you. And she has a shotgun and she's like blasting people left and right and the killer's like threatening her and she's like, You think I'm afraid of you? I live in a house with 50 crazy bitches. I'm fine. (laughs) I love it. And then she dies and it's sad, but... Mm. I love love it. I I love love Carrie Fisher appearing in things. Yeah.
1: I watch When Harry Met Sally every New Year's because I love her so much because her role in that is the best. Do you... uh,
0: I forgot her last name. Holly, but not Bruca. Holly, other Holly. She was in the movie.
1: Holly, the, the mattress maven? The one that... Called The Mattresses?
0: That sounds like her.
1: Like, skinny, brown hair. Thick up to here? Uh-uh. Like oh. My, like, my length, or maybe a little oh, bit no. shorter. It doesn't matter who she is. It doesn't matter. Anyway, some random. But anyway, we were filming rando. yesterday,
0: huh? um, and someone had brought up that they had recently just watched When Harry Met Sally for the first time, and they're younger. <sighs> and then she was just like, shut up, that's my favorite movie of all time. Ah. And then we got distracted by something, mm-hmm. and then 25 minutes later, we we came back to the conversation where the guy was like, Oh yeah, no, I was talking about it. Yeah, I just watched when Harry met Sally for the first time and she immediately didn't miss it. She's like, Shut up, that's my favorite fucking movie. <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious because she delivered it
1: Exactly Exactly the way, way it is every single time. Yeah. I love there's like there's not a lot of stuff that I'm like passionate love, 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 but I will like fight to the death about when Harry met Sally and Josie Moses, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a couple of other ones, but those are like the What's ones. like
0: the ultimate rom-com trilogy? It's when Harry met Sally, Sleepless is in Seattle, there's one more. You've got, Ma- right. You've got Mail? You've yeah. Got Mail. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love You've Got Mail. The um, original movie that it's based on is garbage compared to You've Got Mail. <laughs> Seriously. Like I watched it and I was like, this is lame. You guys are lame. You know who's not lame? Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. <laughs> With a lot of... See, I don't like Sleepless in Seattle because I think it's garbage that they don't bring them together until the very end. They have so much chemistry and you wasted an entire movie separating them. What a waste of time. (laughs) I hate that movie for that reason completely. Although I do like Rosie O'Donnell in that movie. I adore... Rosie O'Donnell is also a person who, when
0: she appears in things, I love her.
1: Yeah, I adore her acting. Yes. I'm not really a super fan
0: of her as a person. I don't... I could not tell you anything... Other than that she's a lesbian. And had the Rosie O'Donnell show.
1: I listened to her serious radio show when she had it for a little while. And it was hysterical because um, Howard Stern sent her a Sibian. I don't know what that is. It's like the... <laughs> it's so hard to explain. Like the thing... Like, it goes on the ground, and, like, a woman sits on it and, like, rides it, and basically it's, like, the best orgasm of your life, apparently.
0: Okay.
1: So he sends her this because she says that she doesn't masturbate. She uses it as a footstool. (laughs) She doesn't use it. everybody calls her, like, calls the show and it's like, what is wrong with you? You have a simian then you know how expensive those are? Do you know how many women would give to have that thing? And she was like, yeah, I still have all the attachments in, like, a little plastic baggie, like, over here. She's just like, you know what? Next person who calls, I'm gonna mail it to him." And she did. It was hilarious. That's
0: beautiful. It
1: was so funny. But she's, like, I, I enjoy her when she's not being political. Okay. I feel like she gets very, very angry about stuff and doesn't listen to anyone. And no matter what side you're on, I hate that in, yeah. in like, politics and speaking about it.
0: What was she in? Frightened out, fried green tomatoes. The other sad one.
1: The other sad one? Rosie O'Donnell? Yeah. She was in a sad one? I don't know. She was in the Flintstones.
0: Oh, she was incredible, the Flintstones. <laughs> the
1: Flintstones was so great. Um but she brought me to tears
0: one time because I never thought I'd see Rosie O'Donnell cry and I saw her cry and I was sobbing are you
1: thinking now and then am I thinking
0: of now and then I don't know
1: are you Might the one been. with Demi Moore and
0: um she's also in A League of Their Own which yeah. also I was crying uh, I love Gina Davis oh I, I've said this before oh yes.
1: <laughs> yeah I love Gina Davis but I especially love her with um Jeff Goldblum mm. Like, fly which is also funny fly. because i've never actually seen the fly i'm thinking I know, I know i haven't seen the fly but i have seen earth girls are easy and they are great in that that's another earth one girls that are i will easy. that i will go to like i will fight to the death on earth girls are easy i know it's a garbage garbage movie <laughs> but it's so great it's so it is so great it is such a great movie it is so like it does not care what anybody else thinks Mm -hmm. It's going to be a musical, but it's not going to be a musical. Mm -hmm. It's going to have Julie Waters or whatever her name is, like, doing all sorts of different roles and we're not supposed to notice. Like, it's got aliens. It's got makeovers. It is gorgeous. (laughs) I love that movie. (laughs) I will fight to the death on that movie. My mom let me rent that movie (laughs) when I was, like, six or seven. Like just the title, Earth Girls Are Easy. You're letting a child rent it and just watch it by herself over and over and over. It was so great. The best part of that movie is when she has sex with Jeff Goldblum and then like the next morning she like pops out one of her birth control pills and then looks over at him and pops out two more. Like that's gonna make a difference. It was so great.
0: I was listening to someone talk about Jurassic Park because I was on one. I was on a dinosaur kick this weekend and I was sobbing.
1: You were. Um, It was great. But they were
0: like, it was so weird that I never noticed that Jeff Jeff Goldblum is the sex appeal in Jurassic Park. Normally it would have been like a woman who's in danger and like skimpy clothes or weird. Mm -hmm. Or weirdly this. And in this one, there is an entire scene where Jeff Goldblum is hurt. And because of that, his shirt is open. Oh. And it takes up the entire frame of the screen that you're watching. Mm-hmm. And there is dialogue happening, but all that of happens off screen because you are only focused. You
1: just focus on Jeff Goldblum's yeah. amazingness.
0: And then someone's like, he's the sex appeal. And I did it. get it. That's incredible. Yep. Way to go, Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Another person who's absolutely gorgeous all the time, Laura Dern.
1: Yeah, Laura Dern's pretty Dern. Laura Dern. Laura Dern. Laura
0: Dern. Some of the most beautiful people in the entire world. She's
1: great. I enjoy pretty much everything that I've seen her in, which is not much to be fair. Yes, but what I have seen her in, I'm like, she's great though. Yeah. She is great, and not just like a oh, she did her she did her job. No, I'm like, oh,
0: you did no, it? Laura Dern. Hell yeah, you fucking got that paycheck. You
1: get it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so funny. Uh, can we start a, can we start an old an older women's Podcast where we just view their collective filmography and go over it. Carrie Fisher, Gina Davis, Laura Dern, who else are we throwing in there? Viola Davis.
1: Yes, I love it. Would we just call it Sisters Are Doing It For Themselves? Rosa Donald and Gina Davis were in the mm-hmm. stuff together yeah no who was that League of Their Own they were in a League of Their
0: that's, Own together yes that's what I meant yes because yeah. we, we yes yeah. I fucked we up we went too
1: far it's I okay fucked I fucked up <laughs> we went all the way it's I fine. have to go hello mom we're, we're bringing it right back alright you guys so this is it this is this is the last episode in this echoey ass space um we're gonna be taking a couple of weeks off hopefully not any more than that we might throw in a bad dates uh, we might not. We'll Who see if We'll see what happens. Tunes, just stay tuned. <laughs> I just said tuned. Just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, but yeah, that's it. Do we have anything? Anything else to add?
0: Um, as always, you can find us online. I don't want to repeat it, but you fucking know where.
1: It's <laughs> we swear on notes. channel or I can help a podcast. Pick one. Cool, it. You'll find us. It's fine.
0: Um... Happy birthday to my mom, because her oh. birthday will pass in the meantime of this.
1: Happy birthday. Oh my gosh, and uh, happy late birthday now to a uh, friend of the podcast, Hannah. Her birthday, once this airs, it'll be a couple of days ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 but she didn't tell me until, like, last night. I'm like, bitch, you have a birthday, like, right now?
0: Bitch, you have a birthday, like, right now? It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Goodness.
1: God damn it. So happy, happy birthday. Prior birthday.
0: Happy former birthday. I feel so bad. Facebook gives you noti- notifications like, oh, it's this person's birthday. And I'm like, oh, I should say something. And then I don't. <laughs> and that's literally been happening for two months. and I'm like, I'm such a fucking asshole.
1: You know what, though? It doesn't mean anything when people see it on Facebook and then they, like, just put it on there. Well, no, I. It's I, upsetting. So like, to me, anyway. If I don't
0: care about you, I'll run right on your wall. Sometimes. I don't, that's not always a rule. Don't get offended. <laughs> um, but, like, that's a nice reminder
1: for me if I didn't put it in my calendar to be like, oh, I need to send this person a message. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I just have it in my phone. If it's not in my phone, then meh. <laughs> it's fine. Alrighty. Alrighty guys. That's all we
0: have time for today. That Make hurts. sure you catch all the movies that we talked about so that you can come back to our Sisters Do It For Themselves podcast.
1: Yeah, perfect. <laughs> but until next time, you guys, remember always, always wear, wear a condom. condom. Bye. Bye. Bye, apartment. Bye, apartment.
0: Stop. Fuck you, upstairs neighbor who's scraping and shit.
1: Yep, fuck you hard. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it's
0: not stopping. It's not, not stopping. It.